such a beautiful moment with a complete stranger. Yeah, and like everything you do is high quality. Even and I'm not gonna lie, but I don't think I will ever achieve anything in my life as great as the name of this podcast. No, it's no some people back. to listen to it and feel like it resonates in some way. Mm-hmm. Is like doesn't get more ideal than that. Like, yeah. My family in general is very much about quality over quantity. He just did the best that he could, mm-hmm. and it wasn't good enough, but he did the best that he could. Yeah. When people make you laugh, there's an instinctive feeling of trust towards them. Like, yeah, exactly. But if I don't. Say it, it will I will constantly think about it. Yeah. I will constantly for the rest of the day I'll be like, why literally why didn't I say yeah. it? About this time of year, like April, May, is when London defrosts. Yeah. My parents are mending a heart they didn't break. Daphne and I are so fucking excited about this. We we put a lot of significance into everything. Yeah. It's like talking about the little things throughout our weeks that have like yeah. tickled yeah. our souls. This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. Hello! Daphne, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you feeling now that your picture's on the internet? (laughs) Oh my god. Exposed. Exposed. No, No, it doesn't feel as daunting Mm. as I would have imagined. Yeah. Yeah, because nobody the, has stopped me on the street yet. Nope, not yet, really. Not yet. I'm that's very so surprised. disappointing. Yeah. Someone stopped me, but that's because I stepped in dog shit. And I didn't <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That I did not do that. Um, um, yeah. yeah. How how does it feel for you? Like you've had this podcast for such a long time, and yeah. like this is a big moment. Um, it feels okay. It, it they, we got a lot of engagement on social media on Instagram about it. Um, and I think, and quite a few people, like a few of my friends who listen to it and a few people actually who've been on the podcast Mm -hmm. in like earlier seasons messaged me and were like, oh my God, it's about time, blah, blah, blah. So I think it was a good move. And I think it was enough time where, because sort of one of the main reasons to address it actually with Mm. the listener, one of the main reasons why we chose to do a face reveal, Mm. um, and Sem- semi-face semi-face reveal. real but yeah. you now would potentially recognize yeah daphne yeah. who doesn't have social media yeah um is that we realized it's kind of hard to market the podcast yeah when it's all anonymous yeah and so i mean it's good for our listeners and we've still we still are saying to uh, i mean not listeners sorry guests we're still saying to all of our guests who come on like if you don't want your you know if you mm. want it anonymized like obviously we will still do that blah blah mm. blah and we're more than happy to incorporate that. Um, but it was a chance for us to be able to post about, you know, for mm. me, who d- runs the socials pretty much, is it's a chance to, like, post more about it more freely. And I don't know, it was weird. It was, I think, the shoot that we did mm. where we shot the album cover. Oh, so that was a beautiful evening. That was that amazing. Yeah. 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 That was absolutely divine. So, yeah. and we're going to actually circle back to the woman who took the photos because yes. she is just the most incredible person and yes. she is going to be coming on soon. Yes. Um, and more to come on that. But she, it was just the most wonderful, like comfy little evening where the yeah. three of us just 
kind of put on a bit of makeup, tarted ourselves up, and we're like, had some wine, yeah, had some wine, put on some silk PJs, and just took photos, and it was so cute, and comforting, and like, like kind of sexy, very sexy, it was the perfect girls night, it was, exactly, it was the perfect girls night, yeah, Um, yeah, Yeah. no, it was really, really, really lovely, but it's funny, because also we spoke about, um, also, because we've got so many interesting guests line lined up yeah for this season yeah that for everybody's sake and again you know it's totally up to the guests if they want to stay anonymous or if they actually mm-hmm. want their face in there but um yeah we just and you especially thought it would be the ideal opportunity yeah. to to do this as a non-anonymous podcast yeah and i i think the i think the thing is it's had its time of being sort of not really like more anonymous and and to be honest the first season the only people really i mean i think it took a a bit of a dip in season two because we weren't as um because myself and ella weren't very organized about recording episodes i only think we had like six or seven episodes in season two which was kind of crazy right um they didn't come out strategically like it was all a bit of a mess Mm. but a lot of people early on in the podcast listened to it because they were on it or their friends were on it yeah whereas now i feel like it's getting a little bit more it's it's a bit broader now. Yeah. So I think yeah. and having our faces on it. Yeah, I think that it's had its time sort of being I don't know, I mm. it's kind of hard to explain this, but I was talking to someone else about it recent about this recently, who doesn't do podcasting or anything, and they were saying that, you know, these sorts of things take time to build and to build an audience, build a platform. Like, mm. it doesn't really happen overnight unless no. you kind of are already someone. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, being someone who has a podcast and it's just changing platforms or whatever, obviously mm. it's going to be an overnight sensation, whatever. Mm. And I guess some people kind of have the right, you know... I mean, sometimes all it takes is, like, one share from, like, one specific person yeah, and totally. you'll be fine. But it's funny because, actually, on that note, it's really interesting because podcasts have become huge yeah, in the last, yeah. what, five years-ish? Yeah, everyone's making But them. it's also the kind of thing where now everybody's like, oh, yeah, everybody's got a podcast. Mm-hmm. But I think that we underestimate how difficult it is to actually make a long-lasting podcast that yeah. people actually listen to, mm-hmm. exactly because there are so many of them. Yeah. And I know for, for my sake, I have now I've got maybe like 10 podcasts that I listen to regularly. Mm. And then I've got a few that I listen to sometimes. Yeah. but. There is only so much that you can listen to yeah. because there are audiobooks, there's music, like there's a lot of things to listen to at this yeah. point that I think it's not I mean what you've done is also just you've really you're really dedicated. Like it's not just oh yeah, I've just made this podcast and then it's going to be a huge success. It mm. takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of time <laughs> to build some reach. No, but I just I really want to applaud that because oh, I think oh it's God, thank you. I think it's very sort of easy to think that it's, it's easy to to make a successful podcast. Yeah. I th- I think the thing that's been quite good about it for me is I haven't ever really put that much stock into the podcast. I've just mm. always known it's something I could come back to. Yeah. And this year, I mean, Daphne and I had a really big conversation about this. Like, when she started, when we started co-hosting together, mm. is sort of how do we make it more appealing to, like, more people and whatever. Mm. But also, in order to make it, long-lasting you have to be more diligent about your time and how Mm -hmm. often you're doing episodes and Mm -hmm. all of this stuff but I think that for me because I've never I mean I think I said this in another episode but 
ironically, I started the podcast because I wanted to make money from home yeah. four years ago. Yeah. I've recorded the first episode summer of 2019, and it's nearly summer 2023, and I've never yeah. made a single penny from the podcast. Yeah. Like, we don't have sponsorships, mm-hmm. as you can tell, mm-hmm. not yet at least. You know, and it's just funny because to me, that was the whole reason I started it. Yeah. And I remember brainstorming names um, at the time with my friends and my partner and was like, what should we call it? And we were all coming up with these different things. And there were so many, it was just, I knew that it was in this sort of vein of what I wanted. And then it literally, I don't know where Talk Dirty to Me came from. I heard it somewhere and I, it might've even been like the Jason Derulo song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was literally like, holy, like, (laughs) there it is. is. It literally, and I'm not going to lie, but I don't think I will ever achieve anything in my life as great as the name of this podcast. No, it's fucking fabulous. It's, and when I tell people, like, to look it up or something, or I show them and they see how it's spelt, they're like, oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, no, I'm a genius. Thank you. Yeah, um, no, it's that, it, it is that <laughs> moment of, like, fucking hell. That is, like, It's brilliant. Perfection. It's brilliant. Yeah. It, I mean, that in itself is good enough. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. But the, I think, you know, through the years, it's obviously the podcast has sort of gone through ups and downs. It's gone through, like, six months at a time between episodes and, mm. like, all of that. Mm. And some episodes are just structured really weirdly and whatever. But I think there's been overall a sense of, like, it is, a sp- it, like, a, a space and a chance for me to chat with my friends about mm. whatever they want to talk about and whatever they want to share. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about life and, like, the... One of my, I think probably one of my favorite solo episodes was the one I did in LA after the concert I went to by myself. And it just felt, and it was funny because another friend of mine's been working on his own podcast, which he's launching next month. And he was like, how did you do that? Like, it Mm. sounded so just natural and I was like to be honest mm. I talk to myself all the time that it was literally just the same <laughs> it was thing. natural just, no it literally <laughs> was I just put I just like started recording yeah um but also you get used to the editing you get used to you mm. know I mean Daphne and I will say this to every guest but like we have a structure for if someone says something that they don't want in the podcast yeah. we have certain like cues to yeah. give each other for to help with editing yeah um, so many people starting podcasts and I remember two specific people in my life who I who I'm like friendly with yeah who had posted on Instagram, like, oh, does anyone know how to, basically, how to start a podcast? So I sent, like, voice notes to these people and was, like, chatting with them about this is how you do it, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And they haven't released an episode in three years. You know, they did it for, like, right. six months. But and that's that what it. I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. And a lot of people start a podcast, but how many will actually keep doing it? Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, and I, I think that's what I like so much about this one is because, you know, there is no responsibility to other to companies for sponsorship and whatever. Yeah, it no. is literally just you and I in yeah. a black box theatre space, essentially. Green box at the moment. Green box at the moment, yeah, because they're shooting in the studio. <laughs> um, with one microphone between us. Yeah. And, yeah. like, that's kind of it, and that's all it But also, it doesn't get more real than that. Mm. I mean, it really does. It, it, it's just two friends having a very real conversation yeah. about life. And we've talked about this many times, but this is... We're talking about these things anyway. Mm-hmm. So for us to just record it and for just, yeah, I mean, no some people back. to listen to it and feel like it resonates in some way mm-hmm. is like, doesn't get more ideal than that. Yeah. I mean, that's just. I also feel as though, that, and this is actually a good segue into what the this new sort of chapter that we're bringing yes. into the podcast. Yeah. Um, but I, I also feel as though it's quite nice for me when I 
hear a quote or I learn a lesson in my own life or I hear someone tell a story or whatever I'm like oh my god I cannot wait to share that on the podcast yeah and like the the Valentine's Day episode where I shared the story of the old man who stopped me in the street because I had a certain perfume on yeah that for me was one of the most beautiful moments maybe of my life Mm. and to have shared that with him on Valentine's Day was if you don't know the listener if you didn't hear the Valentine's Day episode essentially I was in LA I was parking my car I was like paying the meter and about to go into the bank and this man this elderly man was I don't know maybe 80s or something Mm. was walking past me and then he kind of double took and he came back to me and was basically like he said um he said he asked me he said what can I sorry you know sorry to interrupt you but can I ask what perfume you're wearing and I gave him the name of it and it was funny it was actually from a lot of people actually asked me what the perfume was after I put it on Instagram and the podcast yeah I could imagine and it was the um Maison Maison Margarella perfume it was the scent um under the lemon tree and i had bought myself because i can never decide which one of the perfumes from that company i wanted to get because i'm obsessed with all of them so i bought the the pack and this Mm -hmm. is not sponsored by them by the way but if you feel like sending me yeah (laughs) under the lemon tree please do listen in um no but it was the the sort of sample set and i was wearing like one of the daytime ones and i had kept that that one in the car with me and i had just sprayed it um i think i had had like a grilled cheese or something in the car so the car smelled anyway that's why i was like freshly smelt of lemon trees and he he basically proceeded to tell me that i like he wrote he asked me to write down the name of the perfume so i did because he was gonna go and buy it for his late wife for valentine's day god no yeah i i fully sat in my car and sobbed and then i actually recorded myself telling the story and put it on instagram which was so embarrassing but whatever i was living fearlessly in (laughs) in a a defo um no but but it's those moments i mean how beautiful is that yeah that tickled me it did tickle you actually just before we get into that on that note it's funny because i feel like la very much there is very much a vibe of that happening of people mm. approaching you people are very good at coming over mm. and being like I just want to say it really I remember I remember literally my mum and my granny mm. was um when I, I lived there for a little while and they came and visited me and I can't I actually can't remember what she was wearing but my granny was wearing some sort of like skirt mm-hmm. and my granny is super classy like mm. she's so elegant and gorgeous and she was wearing the skirt, and this young girl came over, and she was like, can I just say that is the most divine skirt? Oh, my God. And my granny was like, it was such a big... Yeah. It's because it doesn't... And you are very good at that as well, I might, I must say. You're very good at just... Oh, it's like fully compliment all our week. I know. Like, keep it coming. Well, some, we have to do that sometimes. <laughs> no, just I once just, a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Once a week. Um, no, I feel like you are really good at it. You are really amazing at that, to so just go over if you feel like somebody looks gorgeous or has nice Mm. hair or whatever it might be Mm. to just say it because you're not losing anything on it and that person will walk out of there and feeling like it's a small victory it is a small victory Mm. yeah i think i don't know i i i'm not really it may and this sort of might put me in a bit of dangerous position sometimes but i feel like i'm sensible enough when it would to know when it would but i'm not that afraid of people and talking to people Mm. which i think is actually probably my greatest strength like i know that i can just go up to anyone but also at the end of the day like you know that if you for me personally if say i had seen your granny in the street and i had seen that skirt and i was like oh my god to die for i want that yeah I know that if I don't, if I say it to her, it will make her day and it will make my day and probably exactly. do it to your mums for exactly. being there. Exactly. But if I don't say it, it will. I will constantly think about it. Yeah. I will con- for the rest of the day. I'll be like, why? Literally, why didn't I say yeah. it? 
So, yeah, there's no point. Also, it's such a beautiful moment with a complete stranger. There's something really nice in having moments with strangers. I don't know why, yeah. but there's something in just being, looking each other in the eyes for like five seconds and knowing that we made a difference to each other in this moment and then walk off and we'll never see each other again. Amen. I That's love that. literally what we were talking about a few months ago where we said like, what do you want to be remembered for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Actually, speaking of that, we <laughs> ended the, the last episode... The last episode just between the two of us before Lashan's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended it with a, with a question. And oh, we yeah. answered it with Lashan. Uh, when I was editing Lashan's episode, I realized she answered it and we didn't. Right. Which is what? one thing that you learn from your parents that you're grateful for. <gasps> I realized we, we got Lashan to answer that and we didn't answer True. that. So I'm going to ask that. you that question now. What is one thing you learned from okay. your parents? And it could be something you learned from them collectively or you learned something different from each of them. Okay, no, I, I think I have a pretty clear answer to that, actually. And it's a mm-hmm. collective one. It's Cute. very much... And my parents are very different, but this one thing is something they've both really taught me. Go on. Um, I think one thing that's been very kind of uh, apparent in my life is that my family in general is very much about quality over quantity. Mm. because we've always so my parents have a job where they've been away mm. a lot which means that and but I it does it's not so that I don't feel as if they haven't been around but mm. they have been less around than most parents sure um but when they were there they were so present and it's so I think a, a lot of a lot of the way that I see my life and what I is so not so much about quantity of time moments spent with people it's more about being actually present and the quality of those moments if that makes sense yeah i think there's such a power in that and i think sometimes it's a bit misunderstood that we have to i'm also very much with my friends i can be mia for months Mm -hmm. with my friends and Mm -hmm. then and then do one gesture just to make them aware that i am still here i'm Mm. still you're still in my heart always yeah i can't be there all the time Mm. and i i can't call you i'm also not a big caller i'm not a big man i i can be off my phone for like days Mm -hmm. um but i don't think there are anybody i hope there isn't anybody in my life that i'm close with who ever doubts that i am still there even though it can be weeks or months when they don't hear anything from me i think that's definitely something i know but notice about you is how important like those that time with family is as well especially because you don't live at in your home country anymore yeah so but you make such an active effort to go home and you know telling me about like your granny's mm. birthday and how many mm. like what feels like hundreds of people in every story mm. is just amazing yeah and it yeah the i i feel like i get i definitely get get that from you is that it's quality mm. and like everything you do is high quality even if it's you know only once a year or whatever yeah, like yeah. the visits and whatnot it, yeah yeah yeah, I'm very much about that. I'm, I don't, for me, it doesn't make sense for me to do anything unless my heart is in it and I'm doing mm. it fully, which sometimes means that I can seem like I've just disappeared. Yeah, sure. Uh, but I haven't. I'm just very present at what I'm doing, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so, yeah. That's, that's cute. That's, I think that's the one for now. Yeah, I like that. What, what about you, Alain? What's the one? What, let me hear the question. What's the one thing? Uh, one thing that you're grateful for learning from your parents. Yeah. Tell one me. thing you learned from your parents you're grateful for. Tell me. Um, so I think with my mum, I definitely learned, like, and, and I think that this is, people who know me and in my close, in the close vicinity to me know how important this is to me, but that, mm-hmm. like, humour is kind of the way through. Oh, yeah. Like, I honestly totally. think if my mum and I didn't have our sense of humour or look for humour in everything, yeah. we would be 
such horrible people to be around. <laughs> but you have some great, you're good at banter. Like, you're good at that banter of just Cheers. like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Amen. There you are. Amen. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think I definitely got the sense of like the importance, not even like my sense of humor, because that I definitely got from my mum too. Like, yeah. my sense of how important humor is yeah, to like me that. and life, I got from my mum. I like that. And then my dad. Because it serves a purpose. It's not just yeah. being funny to be the funny one in the room no exactly it's yeah. like not only is it sort of a trauma coping mechanism but it's oh, yeah, also it like is. a Bloody way buddy. to yeah it's also kind of it, it i think there's also a sense of like you if someone's making you and this is something i haven't read this anywhere it's just kind of my experience of human nature mm. is like when people make you laugh there's an instinctive feeling of trust towards them like yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and so i think yeah it breaks barriers in a way between yeah. people yeah, and I think that kind of ties into like what we were saying a minute ago about how I don't really fear talking to people. Like I, I think, yeah, and yeah. I don't usually go into things trying to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. But and I'm not saying I have like the best, but I I just think I've learned the importance of of humor. Yeah, through, yeah, I totally see that through my mom. Yeah, um, and then my dad, and also I think I'm someone who's quite easy to make laugh. Like I feel like it doesn't take a lot to make me laugh. No, you're right, but you're also very good at making other people laugh. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I walked right into that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my dad, I think... Oh God, it's quite a lot. I feel like patience. My dad's always been yeah. quite patient with me. And he's always sort of, you know... He's very observant, but sort of is in the mindset of like... I, You know, a, a handful of years ago, I had quite a few traumatic experiences that yeah. ended up kind of... After high school, I had to take a gap year before going to university and stuff. And he he always had a way of making me aware that he was aware that there was stuff going on. But he's like, I will never press you on this. Mm. But just know, like, when you want to, I'm here. Mm. And so the patience of, like, whenever Olo is ready, yeah. we'll chat. But, like, she is aware that I'm looking out for her and that kind of stuff was yeah. always quite big for me. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so I think patience I got from my dad pretty good combo yeah it's not bad it's not bad <laughs> it's nice sometimes to just think of the th- things we're actually grateful for for a pet because there yeah. are many days where it's a lot like oh parents can be the most annoying thing ever. yeah and then my roommates right now so i could really do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly. which is why i'm spending a lot of time here exactly i'm in the studio every fucking day <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, no, we we hate them and we love them. Yeah, always exactly, and yeah. I think that's natural. And also, I mean, I think it really depends on the people and whatnot. But I think that my uh, Bella, my mm. best friend on the planet, her, mm. she was telling me a few weeks ago. Oh no, a few weeks ago. I just pulled that out of my ass. It was a few years ago. <laughs> she and I, <laughs> so not even close. Not even close. <laughs> her and her and I during one of the lockdowns were both living at home, and we were kind of confiding in each other about issues mm. we were having with mums and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "I read somewhere that you know this statement that's like there is no more complicated relationship on earth than yeah. an adult woman and her mother." Oh, and I'm like, a woman, a fucking woman. Yeah, literally. I'm like, no, wow, it's so true. Amen. Because I think the the thing is that you. No, it's a it's a mirror mm. i mean you see all the things that and i can it's funny because i see it with my mom and my grandmom i yeah, see how how and really? my aunt as well and my grandmom i see how they and the things that they bicker about and the things that they you know hate about my grandmom is things that they do yeah 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 yep, which yep, is yep. so funny to observe from an outside perspective mm-hmm. because i can tell that i do the same with yeah, my mom i yeah. can tell that there are things that were with us so similar which is why sometimes it's just I'm just easier around my dad because I feel like there's more of a of a, of a difference. Mm-hmm. But 
oh my god my mom the things that we clinch about is like things where we're just so fucking similar we're like yeah. basically the same human being yeah it's i can see it too there are certain traits in myself where i feel my mum's like temper bubbling yeah, up or yeah, something yeah. and i think my mum my sister are quite similar as well so sometimes watching it i'm like no you guys are understand you are the same yeah <laughs> like yeah. i don't get why you're fighting with yourself yeah no um, but isn't that that's yeah, it's funny. Weird. It triggers something. Yeah, it does. But I think there's also, you know, and I mean, every every parent is, it, it's all, all uh, you know, all children and parent relationship relationships are complicated. But I think there's also they give you the space to take. You can see what what traits that n- you might necessarily not like in them, mm-hmm. and if you you notice it in yourself, you have the ability to break that mm. habit. Once you accept that your parents love you in the only ways they know how mm. is the moment where you can love them for who they are. Mm. And funnily enough, there's a my one of my favorite shows in the world, which we talked about on a recent episode, Ted Lasso. Good old Ted Lasso. <laughs> Good old Ted Lasso. So it's actually a character in Ted Lasso called Leslie Higgins, who's just the most wonderful, humble. Like, this is a picture of Leslie. Oh! obsessed the cutest thing in the world he's like the most wonderful character and he has a lovely line in in it about his relationship with his dad where he says i tried to love my dad for who he is and forgive him for who he isn't oh goosebumps yeah isn't that just it's so precious and i think that's a great line for parents too is like yeah they are who they are and they have also you know they will also have been through traumas and experiences in their life that they will never ever tell you about and you will never know yeah yeah yeah. and they you know or maybe you'll find out one day and it's just about loving them for who they can bring to what they bring to the table and yeah 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 i just it's wonderful and we can't change them i mean we can change the way that we want to be to our kids or we want to be to the world and i think that's why it's such an important relationship because it's the most honest raw relationship you because you see your parents way more um there's no filter yeah because every when you you know you've got this with other people you 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 know you have this politeness and you have this thing of like accepting who they are but with our parents we're so we can be so cruel to them and we can be so just un unforgiving in yeah. a way yeah um it's funny because I heard I was listening to a podcast I think last summer with a big sort of um entertainer kind of personality in a Danish one yeah. And he talked about he had a very, very difficult, challenging relationship with his his dad, mm. who was an alcoholic, so he didn't see him for the last, like, 20 years of his life, mm. kind of thing. And then when he was um, lying, he was about to die, and he came in to see him. And in that moment, it was like he, he just realized that he just did the best that he could. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't good enough, but he did the best that he could. Yeah. And I think there's something very... And I listened to it with my brother. Mm. And he, he's he been having some difficulties with my dad because of many, many things. Which is... And also, you know, the mom-daughter relationship is tricky. But the dad-son relationship yeah. is super tricky as well. Yeah. Because it's his hero and it's also his worst enemy. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird one. And we listened to it in the car and he just broke down crying. Because mm. there is such a truth to that. To being mm. like, every parent just try the fucking best that they know and yeah. sometimes it's just not going to be enough mm-hmm. it's and it's probably never really going to be enough yeah 
but there's something nice in knowing that they've they have tried yeah and that they and and this is not a blanket statement because we know that there are obviously cases out there of parents who don't and mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. but we're we're just Daphne and I are just acknowledging our own relationships with mm-hmm. them yeah and I saw a TikTok a couple months ago again I don't know why I keep fucking referencing TikTok for, as if it's the no Bible. I think it's great it can be profound yeah sponsored by yeah, yeah I wish <laughs> oh could you imagine <laughs> um, is that they also it was this video it was the most wholesome video of this girl probably in her 20s mm. who was like filming her parents cooking ki- in the kitchen and cleaning up and doing all this stuff and cuddling with her on the couch and whatever and it was like they this this woman had just gone through a really bad heartbreak and they're like my parents are mending a heart they didn't break and like their daughter's going through a heartbreak but they're yeah. doing everything they can to help her feel better yeah, 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 and yeah. that struck a chord in me like yeah, they're yeah. mending a heart they didn't break that is and wow. that's kind of what it takes to be a parent it is that's why it's fucking yeah it's it's the yeah it's the most beautiful crazy challenging relationship you're yeah. ever gonna have yeah for sure for sure. And you can have this relationship... Yeah, it's uh, you can have sort of parental relationships with people who aren't your parents, but there's nothing... Totally. Yeah. But it's, and it's also just from nature, you know? It's a primal... Mm. It's it's so primal that we need those people to watch over us and to protect yeah. us. And as you said, men, the heart that they didn't break. Mm-hmm. I mean, they... That's what they're there to do. And yeah. they don't have... It's just that very... Um, unconditional love i know that's such a fucking used term but it's it doesn't come more like unconditional than than yeah. that i think i think in the in most cases it, in most there, cases. there's there's an there's an instinctive th- love there mm. that there isn't any other time mm. but i think it can be yeah and the on the whole it tends to be like that but i think it's but that's also, why it's also really tricky because it's yeah because sometimes it's not like that yeah or it doesn't so feel or it doesn't feel like that yeah um, didn't know we were going to talk about parents the whole time, no, which is oh pretty God. exciting. But it's a conversation wow. we keep saying we're going to have because yeah, totally. I also moved back in with my parents in, in we, uh, March. Should um, we address that? Nah. No. Nah. Why would honest. we? Daphne and I are so fucking excited about this. Oh, yeah. I, I want to start by prefacing that Daphne and I are two pe- people who I have noticed, and I think this is what is so special about our friendship as well, mm-hmm. is we get so... We get very, very, very emotional about mm. small things. Yeah. Like, I've genuinely... It's no, it's crazy. Mm. We will also spend... Like, when I was in LA for the first two, maybe three weeks, every single morning, I'd wake up to, like, a 27-minute voice note from Daphne. Isn't that gorgeous? I would then reply, <laughs> and she would then reply in the morning. And that's kind of how we communicated for the first, like, and literally two or three <laughs> And we would, in every voice note, we would start by saying, I'm going to make this a short one. yeah. yeah. <laughs> We have never, ever, ever sent a voice note less than like seven and a half minutes. I'm not even fucking kidding. That's so funny. But the amount of times where like I shared something, like for example, the the story with the perfume or Daphne shared something and we have gotten emotional about these little things. Oh my God. And I think that's something that we, we actually... Is, is kind of a tie between us because yeah. I don't really know a lot of people who get that emotionally like caught up in small things. We, we put a lot of significance into everything. Literally everything. Everything. Yeah. Like it, it's, it, it can sort of slow down our day and like we Oh, it that. can. But also <laughs> I think we're so, we're hypersensitive both of us. Yes, we are. And we kind of, which sometimes also, you know, it's, it's, it can be challenging as well. Yeah. Sensing everything all the time. Yeah. 
but yeah it's i think we've never really talked about that but i think you're 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 very right like we're very much on the same page with that and we really share that with each other and i don't share that with a lot of people i share i have a few people that are can be like isn't that kind of thing as well but but we do that a lot you and me yeah we do no i and i think it's the same too like i I mean, I have other friends who I'll sort of share these things with, but I don't yeah. think I've e- ever shared the amount that we do with each other. Also, we, we tend to share a lot of... Like, we, we tend to bring up some of the, the same things, just with mm-hmm. a different little angle. Or like, mm. we've had some different thoughts about this. Or like, we'll not fixate on things, but I think we just... This yeah. is not happening in yes, us yes, all yes, the yes, time. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, we do actually fix... That's a good point, actually. It's funny. But we were talking about this the other day, and we realised that this might actually be a really lovely segment for the podcast. Yeah. Is, like, talking about the little things throughout our weeks that have, like, yeah. tickled yeah. our souls. Yes. And <laughs> so we decided, after brainstorming for... I was about to say many hours, but it was, like, one. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> one spread out like, in, like, a month. Felt like many But hours. we've been talking about this for... Uh, since, like, the end of season three. Yeah, yeah, we have. That we wanted to have a segment about what it is so literally just before we press play on this we decided we wanted to call it like mm. a segment of sort of what has tickled us yeah and because we were thinking you know is it something that's like you know like a little victory or whatever yeah. but all of these i think tickled just it's also one of my favorite i literally have a bracelet that says tickle like yeah it's you have literally my favorite word in Eng- the english language. i mean it's just it, first of all it's just great to say it tickle. yeah it's, it's fun it's, it's fun it's and it's fun like onomatopoeia it is what it is exactly like it sounds like what exactly it is. and we talked about you know it doesn't have to be because we felt we tend in society and in the world and like to, to focus very much on the huge victories and mm-hmm. the the sort of broader strokes of, of life yeah. and something that tickles you is just so like it says so much of just that little moment mm-hmm. of just something that that m- makes you feel present yeah. and alive and it doesn't have to be more than that and it can be literally anything and everything yeah um yeah so we decided we want to do this every episode just yeah. that's just us i mean we can yeah. do it with guests as well but it's it's also a a way for us to sort of discuss these things that tickle us as well yeah because i think also by talking about it makes it more evident in a way like it makes Mm. it more like because those moments sometimes we just you know you feel it and then you forget about them because you move on to the next thing so it's nice to just take a moment to to appreciate yeah Yeah, to appreciate appreciate it yeah and also i'm definitely sort of in i'm learning this more and more that and i mean physically learning this in myself in my body and Mm. in my life that what the universe is literally a mirror to us. Like, totally. whatever energies you're putting out there is what you will get back. Yeah, yeah. And so for us to have these, the opportunity once a week when we sit in the studio or twice a week when we're with the guests or whatever, yeah. to talk about, you know, these little moments that have really made us smile. Yeah. Like, we were sort of, uh, we were chatting to our producer, Ferb, about it earlier, and we're like, what is it, you know, we were trying to think of a name, whatever, mm. and we were seeing the examples of, like, you know that little moment when uh, two buses drive past yeah. each other in London. Yeah. The bus drivers wave to Isn't each other. That like the most gorgeous thing. It just it tickles you. Just it you really. So happy. Uh, I yeah. had today in the tube a bunch of like school kids coming in, and they were so noisy and they took up the entire tube. And I just loved it because they were just <laughs> so happy and yeah. they were just you know there's just something just life affirming about yeah that yeah, which could have been really annoying as well or or yeah, been like insignificant. 
Yeah, or a real fucking nuisance. Exactly. Which I guess depends on kind of the mindset also the, you will get And the mood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It depends on their mood, our mood, yeah, yeah, the yeah. time of day, yeah, yeah, if we're drunk or not. Yeah. <laughs> but tell me, Olo, so what is something that tickled you recently? Um, something that's tickled me recently. Okay, this is something I've started doing. Mm-hmm. And it's actually something that I've become it's part of like my habit so in the past couple months I've needed to take the dog to out of the house for quite a few hours right and there's a huge cemetery near my parents house where I live yes and this is something this is something actually weirdly I don't know if it's quite the same but something that I do it's something that I started doing that has started t- that like tickles me and yeah. makes me feel present and alive what and do it's... you think it, what, why do you think that well is? no no no. there's something specific that i do when i oh, go okay so i take the dog there mm-hmm. and i'll go into the the grocery store on the corner and i'll get mm-hmm. there's always like daffodils you know set of six or something for like 50p yeah and i always buy a pack of them and then i'll either then there are two things that i do when i go mm-hmm. and i'll go and i will my goal is to find someone who had the birthday of the day i go and then I'll put a daffodil on that thing. Oh, my god! From, like, I mean, literally from, you know, 1818 or 1860s or 19, yeah. whatever. Or who had the death day of the day. And the other thing that I've started doing, and this this is something that I started doing. Or it wasn't something I started. It was just something I did once. And I'm like, oh, my God, nothing makes me feel. This is, the, this is like, my favorite feeling in the world. Yeah. Is there's a section which is all... It's really tragic. This is about to get super ghosty. Okay. But there's a section which is children. Right. And Where so it? it's, oh. it's the... If you're facing south, it's yeah. the west side. So oh if you're my. facing south, it's the right side. So we'll go and we will spend, like, a good hour or longer or whatever going around. And there's usually all of this, like, these weeds and overgrown bits all over the headstones. And we'll just sit there and, like, clean the headstones and then leave, like, a little flower for the kid. Oh, my God. And it's, I mean, some of the kids, you know, literally were, like, one of them was literally yeah. a day old yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. And, you know, there'll be, sometimes you can't even read the names of it. Sometimes it's like, oh, my gosh, these were siblings, you know, whatever, whatever. But for me, that is, like, one of the most pure things I I have ever done in my whole life and it makes nothing makes me feel more like wholesome and more tickled and nothing tickles me more than like spending the time to do this for these people it's kind of like you you acknowledge this life that's Mm. even though it's been there for one day it's just a moment for you to and like 200 years ago exactly literally like some of them i think the the there's one specific and it's a specific name and it was when i realized we were in the children's section which is so strange um it was and i i know the kid's name as well and Mm. they literally were a day old and Mm. they died in it was like 1850 something like Mm. literally that's how old this part of the cemetery is and I know in London that's actually not that old because the city no. is like a th- you know thousands of years old, but um, but that's something that tickled me and going and but but that being in that space too where like your life feels so insignificant oh but my God. also totally but also so significant yeah, because yeah, I have the yeah. ability to go and do this yeah 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 um, but that's something that I've done that like tickles me and it's I and even that. just thinking about it makes yeah. me like yeah emotional but in a good way. No, it's really funny because there is something in being in, in graveyards and it's something that's um, 
in in Denmark it's very much a thing. We have a huge graveyard in Copenhagen that's like very very sort of you if you will go for a coffee you'll go to that graveyard because mm. it's stunning. It's mm. super green, and there's some energy I think at mm-hmm. graveyards. Um, it's yeah it's it it makes you feel very small mm-hmm. in a way, but also as you say very like significant in the world because mm-hmm. you you look at these names and you imagine the life that they've had and yeah the people they were and they and nobody's been here like it's ev- how do i phrase it everybody had a purpose mm. on this earth mm. and there's something just really beautiful and just acknowledging that yeah even though it's people that you know we don't know when it's 200 years yeah exactly like, like they might not have any living relatives right. or you know none of the above exactly um wow yeah I can't believe you do that that's mm. like wow <laughs> it's just something that we started doing when i had to take I the dog out of the house for a while at a time yeah i um, love that and also the cemetery is so beautiful and whatever but it's also it's got the most like it's crazy so tombstones. dense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's there. Are, yeah. I think there's something like three hundred thousand people buried there. Wow. No, yeah, it's crazy. We, yeah, my, my, my. It's funny. My parents both at different points started going to like going for walks there with their friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they bumped into each other there one time. And we're like, oh, I didn't know you came oh here. <laughs> I think they were like both trying to avoid each other, and they're yeah. like, oh, hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what tickled what what's tickled me most recently is, I love that. is that and yeah i love that um i'm trying to think of what else is kind of yeah that's the biggest thing that i wanted mm. to talk about too that tickled me but i mean literally you know i uh, i saw a tweet earlier which is like there's nothing nothing like the taste of the salty ocean on your first swim in the summer yeah, like that. come on that not, not what tickles you know nothing beats that nothing beats it it is the best feeling yeah it's the best thing. And, like, when your hair gets crunchy and you've got sand oh. in your shoes. Oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. And, actually, in London, yes... No, not... Two days ago, maybe? No, maybe it was yesterday. It was the most gorgeous day we have had all year. Oh, my God, it was a 10. Yeah. It was, like, not yeah. even a 10. It was, yeah. like, a 15 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was hot, but it wasn't roasting. No, exactly. But it was, like, Which a is good what ta- you want yeah. in the city, because you don't want it to be... No. Like it was last summer, where it was fucking boiling. And then you leave puddles of yourself on the tube. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Literally. That's yeah. the most No, it was perfect. Thing. Yeah, it was That's gorgeous. why I actually usually love May in mm. London. Like, I feel like it's such a good month. Yeah. And this May has just been fucking weird. Like, yeah, it's been... I mean, today's not great, but yeah. Boring on and off. Anyway. On and off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was a whole... That whole day... Yeah. Like, tickled everybody. Yeah. And this is what I keep, I keep saying about this time of year, like, April, May, is when London defrosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, everyone... Oh, such a good way of phrasing it. And everyone just, like, starts coming out of their hibernation and is yeah. sort of like, oh, my God, suddenly there's yeah, Aperol yeah, spritz yeah, on yeah. every table and every pub. But honestly, that's why I love being in a part of the world where we have seasons. Because I yes, feel like same. there's something in that change of, like... Even when it's been a long summer, there's nothing more lovely than putting on a jumper mm. and you still have a bit of summer glow, mm-hmm. but you just feel that crisp crispness yeah. in the air, which you haven't felt for like six months. Yeah. And same at this time of year, where it's just like just feeling that like first, the first moment of the sun like actually warming you. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's it literally, you, like it. you feel yourself defrosting. You do. And it's funny you say that too, because I was thinking about this the other day, how um, one of my friends in LA who's lived there for like 12 years, 
he was saying that every year, in every single season, he needs to go on holiday for even yeah. just a long weekend. Because yeah. he's like, the problem is with being in a place where it doesn't ever really get cold. Yeah. It'll get chilly, but it doesn't yeah. get cold. Exactly. And it's always hot or it's always warm. He's like, is the not only do the seasons blend into each other, but the years blend into yeah, each other. Yeah, exactly. You can't separate things. Because no. you're like, when was this? I can't recall. Exactly. And you, you might think it was like, oh, March, but it was yeah. literally last June or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Um, That's a good point. So I think that that... And that is actually why when I went to university, I knew I wanted to study in the States. And that's why I chose New York. Yeah, Because I, I needed seasons. Yeah. And New York has... Every fucking season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I went to to LA in sort of September, which meant that I just had six Mm. months of summer. I went to LA. It was... I I was there for the winter season, but as you said, it doesn't really get... I mean, I was putting on a denim jacket, and that was basically it. Yeah, yeah, when I was there, it was pretty much Exactly, yeah. So it's like... And then I had six months of that, and then came back in springtime and had six... So I had a year and a half with just straight-up summer. And I was craving autumn and yeah. winter so much yeah, after that's that so like, funny yeah isn't that funny yeah so what quick just quick roundup yeah what um tell me about something that has tickled you recently well it's actually now we're we're talking about that i had a moment i think last week mm-hmm. on one of my lovely days off and i think it was because we had plans for one of the days so i think this was the day after yes and i had a full day of just doing literally things around the house mm-hmm. um and it's really nice. I live in a sort of a townhouse kind of thing where mm-hmm. we have a little garden, which is for someone like me who's like brought up, I'm brought up by the ocean, like yeah. with nature all around me. Being in London, I, last year I lived in a flat and all we could do was like open the window. Mm. Um, and then we had a park square and all of that was nice. But to have that little gar- like space of garden, like I just sat out there, I took my, my morning coffee and I listened to some podcasts and I was just sitting there actually feeling that sun in my face. Mm-hmm. And all the things that I... It just... It's so, so nostalgic for me in a way. To just that sense of being, you know, having grass under my feet. And hearing the birds chipping. And, like, feeling the sun. And, like, I was completely just taken back to my home. To, like, what... And that's why, you know, that that I always kind of go back home for summer. Yeah. Because for me, summer is swimming in the ocean like mm. every day how every hot does day. it get there in the summer kind of like here not okay. it might be like a few degrees colder but i mean right now they have like 22 23 degrees oh, which nice. is kind of unusual at this point oh really okay but we get not more than 29 degrees which is also perfect yes um but it's very very change like ever changing like here sure. um so yeah, I just I think I just had that moment of like gratitude to be able to have that and still be in London because for me that's the perfect balance of oh having God, the yeah. city and then having that little sanctuary of mm-hmm. just like that little safe haven of just peace and yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, but it literally felt like that the the first few mornings I got to LA. Yeah, I remember you sent like the first morning you sent me a picture yeah. of like in your, I think it was like six o'clock in the morning oh it literally the sun the sun came up at six yeah and I because I was so jet lagged yeah and the the house didn't have any curtains I mean the sun wasn't even up yet but I was so jet lagged that I woke up at like five fifteen in the morning yeah and I literally was walking around this house whatever by myself and then the sun came up and I went and sat on like the hill yeah. by the house oh my god it was just and the sound the cacophony the of smell. birds and the smell yeah yeah of the pollution <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> 
But it was like, <laughs> but it was like pre-school run. Like yeah. no one's alarm was off yet. It was all you know. I mean, yeah. oh my god, it was. I get that, and that yeah, that's that's what this is about. This whole tickled experience. Yeah. So yeah. what we would, and I love that, mm. and I can. So, I'm so there with you as you describe mm. that. I'm like, I'm so there with you. Uh, apologies, listeners, for the beat in the background. The, yeah. Um, the the boys are making an album at the moment and they've decided to not close their fucking door. So even though it's soundproof, so it would have been yeah. Even though they should close it because it's soundproof <laughs> and our room is not soundproof. Great for a podcast. Yeah. Um, yes. But I yeah. So that's that's the that's this new chapter that we're going to be embarking on is what tickles you. Yeah. Um. And I'm it's, a fan already. Me too. I'm really enjoying talking yeah. about this and I can't wait to. I think it's also a great thing to like ask. Yeah, people at dinner parties, people in the lit. Were you about to say that? No, but oh. that's brilliant. Like it's a, it's a good icebreaker instead of the yeah. whole like, what do you do? And yeah, what do you do for work? Be like, what's what tickled? Ti- what's tickled? <laughs> people will- who's tickled you <laughs> recently? Recently, recently will be like, oh, we're <laughs> Um, yeah. So please, please, please get in touch, listeners, about yeah. what has tickled you. Yes, it can we literally would love to hear it. Be anything yeah. it could be a yeah. huge thing that you've started doing for yourself recently yeah. it could be you know finding that bit of sunlight yeah in your apartment because you don't have a terrace and you can only open the windows whatever it is yeah please get us and please get in touch and tell us about what has tickled you recently because <sighs> this we is something we want to have more yeah exactly yeah. and it's something we want to have more of on the podcast yeah definitely um so just before we wrap up quickly we're going yeah. to end each episode with a new question yeah and I have got a question for you this time. Okay. Although, actually, last time it was me as well, so you're going to have to go next. Okay. Um, okay, 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 okay. Which one should I go for? Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Oh, essentially, I think we said this in the first episode of the season, but essentially we're going to end the episode with a question for each other yeah. and then open the next episode by talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Although, actually, most... Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay. What were you about to say? Uh, doesn't matter. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, okay, this is a fun one. Okay. Excluding okay. yourself, obviously. Okay. Which actor would you get to play you in a film about your life? Ah, sick. So think Ooh. on that. Love that. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna have a deep, deep think about that. Deep think about it. And okay. it can be, it can be, it can be someone that you want because you think they'd be able to portray your personality or someone that yeah. looks. Yeah. Visually, okay. I know mine is Emily Blunt. Well, we all know that, but she is m- might be a tiny bit too old to play you now. Yeah, maybe I'd have to play her. Yeah, yeah I think right. that would make more sense. So you'll have Unless to we like froze else. her life. Oh, we skipped let's do me that. ahead forty. Let's do that. Yeah, twenty years. Do you want that though? Nah, no, nah, no, that's what I'm thinking. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, we'll uh, think, think of something else. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, listeners, we love you. Thank yeah, you as always. always. Get in touch. Get you know. Send us your your qualms, your dilemmas, yeah. your everything send us everything send us what tickles you and send us some questions you know we're always bored so (laughs) always we uh, We never have anything to do or talk about yeah never (laughs) so come entertain us yes please we love you get in touch um talk dot dirty dot two dot me on instagram Mm. talk dirty at gmail.com for anything longer and you know whatever um this was gorgeous this was this this tickled me this tickled me amen Hmm. a woman a woman